Hey everyone, welcome back to the Pathways to Happiness podcast. My name is Nina Levon. I'm a life coach that specializes in personal development and life transformation. And I'm really excited about our topic today, which is how to find balance in your life. But before we jump into that, I just wanted to take a moment to express my gratitude for your support both here and on the Nina Lavon YouTube channel. I absolutely love reading your comments. They are so insightful and thoughtful. And I wanted to just quickly remind you that I'm recording a question and answer podcast this week. So please reach out if you have any questions that you want answered. You can do so by emailing me at nina.lavon at gmail.com which is spelled N-E-N-A dot L-A-V-O-N-N-E at Gmail, or you can find me on Twitter, and my Twitter handle is Nina Levon as well. So that being said, let's go ahead and get straight into today's topic, which is all about feeling unbalanced in our life. This was something I dealt with for most of my adult life, and that actually caused a huge amount of stress and anxiety for me. Now, I didn't have a word for it at the time, but I just knew that my life was off in some way, that I was living in a way that I knew I could improve upon. Now, being unbalanced in life is really unique from person to person. For me, it was almost always due to the fact that I worked too much and I literally never had time for anything else. I ran a small business that required my attention more than 24 hours a day. I wasn't really even able to take care of myself because there wasn't actually enough time to. I was neglecting myself, my family, my relationships, my social life, my other hobbies, and my other interests, everything. My whole life revolved around running this business 24-7. Now, this went on for years, like 15 years. And again, I understood that I worked a lot, like way too many hours, but I did not understand how much that was affecting every other aspect of my life and that eventually I was not going to be able to live that way. My body was going to start protesting at some point, which it absolutely did, but I had been doing it for such a long time and just ignoring these feelings and pushing them away because I didn't think there was any other option. This was the life that I had set up for myself and I didn't think there would be any way I could make changes at this point without the business completely collapsing. Now, of course, I was ultimately able to make very significant changes in my life, which is what this podcast is really about, but that's just one example of being unbalanced or being extremely unbalanced. But I see it all the time with my clients, especially those that are parents. So the issue here becomes that their identity as a mom or a dad really takes over everything, and it's the only role they feel they are able to fulfill at this point or that they even have time to address. Being a parent is wonderful, but it's often an overwhelming task that can certainly lead to feeling unbalanced and that there isn't room for anything else in our lives other than being a parent. And the list goes on and on for possibilities of different situations that can lead to this feeling of not being balanced. 
So firstly, let's talk about what this term really means. It seems like a really vague term or kind of a catchphrase. So let's take a moment to define what we're really talking about so that we're on the same page. Now, it can really vary from person to person, but it's that general feeling that there is simply not enough time to get everything done, or you feel like so much of your time is being spent in one particular area and possibly even one that you don't really find invigorating or really that rewarding, although that's not always the case. But what is always the case is that feeling that you can no longer find the moments you need to have time alone or to do the things that you find enriching or inspiring. This is what starts the process of really feeling unbalanced. And when that begins to happen, we know that burnout is usually right around the corner. So what exactly is balance then? And again, it can feel like a big term, but the basic idea is that when your life is in balance, you don't feel like there's a constant struggle to meet all the various types of needs that you have in all the different aspects of your life. Now, the trouble is that as adults, we have so many different roles and responsibilities, and that sometimes can be a lot to ask. We often have to juggle our own lives while trying to deal with everything else that requires our attention. So we have work, we have families, we have friends, we have responsibilities and bills and all kinds of other obligations. And somewhere in there, we also need to try to fit in the time that we need to be alone with ourselves to exercise and get adequate sleep. We also want to try to make the time to actually have a social life and get to work on goals and future projects. But it can feel like a lot to handle all at once, especially when the focus starts to shift into one or two specific areas that require extra attention for some reason. So you could be a parent with a child that is suddenly having a lot of issues, or you're working on a promotion and have twice the normal workload. You could have a parent that just fell ill, or you could be struggling with personal issues of your own. So. Sometimes when one aspect of your life gets thrown off, it can be completely overwhelming and feel like it's becoming impossible to keep up with everything else. So that can certainly make us feel that our life is beginning to really get unbalanced. But let's get one thing straight. Being balanced does not mean being relaxed or easygoing, calm or content all of the time. That is not realistic for any person and certainly not an achievable goal. It's more of a practice, like we might say for meditation or for yoga. It's something that gets easier with time and focus. But it's not something that we can just check off of a list and then forget about it. It's something we have to have conscious awareness of all the time. So we have two big areas to discuss today, which are why and how our life gets out of balance and then what actionable steps that we can take to feel like we have more balance in our life as soon as possible. So let's start by talking about the different things that contribute to not feeling like we have that balance in our life. And 
One major factor is not defining what balance means to us or what it would actually look like. So we need to have a clear understanding of what we want in our life before we're able to take steps in that direction. It's a nice thought to say, oh, I need more balance in my life, but without understanding what that actually means to us or how that would actually play out in our life, there's no way to really work towards it. So what's going to happen instead is that we'll simply continue to try to fit in everything that we normally do and then kind of stuff in any new obligations that come our way. So I don't know how we think we'll ever have any sense of balance when we continue living with this as our strategy. So another problem is that we're often not realistic about the emotional and physical energy that we have. As much as we would love to have an endless supply of energy to tackle everything we need to do and that we want to do in our life, if we're honest with ourselves, we would know that it is completely the opposite in reality. It's a finite resource. We only have so much that we can give, so everything can't be a priority everything cannot possibly hold the same weight. But so much of the time, we treat everything in our life like it's the most important thing in the world. So the math on this is never going to add up. And this is a huge reason why we feel out of balance so often. Another common problem is failing to plan or schedule and disorganization. So if we fail to plan, we are really planning to fail because we are not working out ahead of time how we are going to fit everything in. And also, when we don't plan or see it all written down in black and white, we are likely to either ignore it or deny it. If you have a schedule that actually shows that you plan to work 17 hours in one day, you can know ahead of time that changes really do need to be made. Now, every once in a while, there can be exceptions or extenuating circumstances, but when we can see it all on paper, we have no choice but to really get real about ourselves and our lives. Another issue is failing to take care of ourselves. When we get so busy and overwhelmed, what's the first thing that we always neglect? It's ourselves. Self-care is by a landslide the first thing that we toss out the window because it's not always visible to other people. Now when it starts to become visible that we are slacking off in different areas, we may do just enough to be passable in the eyes of other people, but we are likely to still not get enough sleep or truly attend to our emotional or physical needs. So that is extremely unfortunate, but that is almost always the case. Another huge issue that can make us feel extremely unbalanced is allowing ourselves to get pulled in different directions. So we might feel obligated to help other people or feel guilty when we make ourselves a priority. So we might wake up and get a text from someone asking us to do something or go somewhere that we didn't plan for, and that's going to seriously throw us off on that day. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't circumstances where that isn't appropriate, but if we are constantly getting pulled into different directions or if we are failing to say no, when we need to say no, our life is going to get out of balance 
very, very quickly. So what can we do about this? How can we start to create the feeling of balance in our life? Now, the first thing that we can do is to start to figure out the elements in our life that are the most out of balance. And we can start to determine that by looking at if they seem to be more external things or internal things. Now, external things are much easier to notice and define, but internal factors can also throw us completely out of balance. So are you consumed by your emotions or by self-reflection? Are you feeling out of balance because you're dealing with sadness or guilt or anxiety? Or are there specific external circumstances that are requiring too much of your time or attention? When we can determine what areas of our life are really starting to consume us, we know where we need to begin to make those changes. Another thing that is enormously helpful is reducing distractions. And this is such an easy one, but for some reason, we usually just don't do it. Clearly, if we are wasting time on things that don't really matter to us, we have to squeeze everything else that we really do have to do into a very small amount of time. So most people have only about four hours of discretionary time that they are not working or eating or sleeping to do everything else that they need to do in their entire lives. So a lot of that time gets wasted on activities that have little to no meaning to us, such as scrolling through social media or watching television that we aren't passionate about. So that doesn't mean we have to eliminate these activities, but we have to be aware about how much time we're actually spending doing them. So if we know right off the bat that there are things that we are engaging in that have zero meaning to us, we need to completely eliminate them as soon as possible because we don't have the time and energy to be spending on these activities. So we need to look at what are the distractions in our life and at minimum really reduce those distractions. The next thing that we need to do is to get clear on our priorities. So this kind of goes hand in hand with the time wasting. We need to get real about the things in our life that don't matter too much. So maybe something's not really a distraction, but maybe we are spending time on activities or even people that we have outgrown. So we need to look at the things that truly have importance in our life and that should be a priority and you know continue to make them a priority and to make time for those things. But we need to look at the things that are just kind of mental clutter for us. And those are the things that we need to really make an extremely low priority because if we are giving, again, everything equal weight in our life, there's just not enough time. Well, of course, we're going to feel unbalanced if we are giving the same amount of time and attention to the things that are high priority and meaningful to us as the things that really don't matter if we get done or not. So we need to really define that so that we can have a little bit of organization in our life and really, you know, start paring down on the things that should not be a priority. 
Another thing that's really helpful is to set goals that are precisely defined. So for example, if you are saying that you want to maybe have more quality time with your kids, you need to know ahead of time what that actually means to you, or it's really just not going to happen. But if you're really specific and decided, for example, that you are going to play outside with your children for 45 minutes every single day and take them to the movies once a month, you have a clear plan of action and you can actually put that on a schedule. And guess what? That's going to actually get done. That's going to get accomplished. Otherwise, it's just kind of a nice intention. It's just a vague idea that will eventually get looked over because we haven't really decided what it actually means to us. So when we are clear, we can know what the goal is, what the objective is, and simply make time to actually do these activities. Another thing that is helpful is to establish clear boundaries. And this is particularly helpful if you are the type of person that tends to get pulled in lots of different directions by different people, or you have difficulty saying no. So you end up with a pile of things that you need to do in addition to everything else that you normally have to get accomplished. So if that is the case for you, you need to know ahead of time what things you are going to say yes to and what things you are going to say no to before the situation comes up. Because when you are in the moment, it is very likely that you will say yes simply because you are put on the spot or because you feel guilty. So instead, if you know ahead of time that if someone's going to ask you to do something, if it's going to be on this day and this day, you're going to say no, or if it requires this or this activity, you're going to say no, that is much more likely to happen. So it's going to definitely give us more of a sense of balance if we know ahead of time you know, what our MO is going to be, what happens when these things come up, what is our plan of action going to be. We have to establish those clear boundaries ahead of time. Another important factor is making sure that your self-care is absolutely 100% non-negotiable. So one big problem with this is oftentimes we don't really understand what self-care means. For a lot of people, they think that self-care equals taking bubble baths or buying yourself a gift or something like that. But self-care really is all about taking care of yourself in all eight dimensions of wellness. And if you're not familiar with what that actually means, you can go to the Nina Lavon YouTube channel and we have a video about the eight dimensions of wellness, but it's looking at all the different factors in our life and make sh making sure that we are really emotionally healthy in all these different areas. So we want to make sure that we are, of course, taking care of our physical health by looking at our sleep and our diet and making sure that we are getting enough exercise. So those things should be non-negotiable. We should not give ourselves an option of making sure that we are being healthy in those different elements of our life. So one great way to make sure absolutely that this is happening is to have an official 
weekly check-in so things don't ever get out of hand again. So we need to make it part of a routine so we can decide on a day and a time that we can dedicate just like 15 minutes to this check-in, but that 15 minutes could save you from a miserable week or even a miserable year. So during this time, we can determine what adjustments need to be made in our life or think about the things that we are giving time and attention to that really are just not worth it. So if they don't hold enough value, they have simply got to go. So remember, like we said, we only have a certain amount of time and energy. So we need to be very, very aware of where we are putting that time and energy. And if we feel that that time and energy is being spent in the right place. So again, in my own life, I ultimately had to decide that I needed to change my career. I could not keep this lifestyle up forever. Doesn't mean that I didn't absolutely love my job and love my business, but I also understood that I had to value and respect myself as a person and that I had to be able to actually fill all the needs that I had in my life, which I definitely was not able to do. So that's something that we have to get really clear about in our life. We can't just continue on the same path in our life simply because we have you know, been going on that path for so long that we are just kind of mindless at this point. We need to always be very conscious of where we're going and if that is the right way for us to be going in that time in our life. Remember that our life goes through many seasons and that something that works for us at one time in our life won't necessarily work for us forever. So that's something that we really do need to check in on, you know, on a regular basis so that we can truly be living the life that we want to lead and that we are designing a life that we can keep up with and enjoy. We don't want to feel that our life is just a blur. When we feel that we are not able to really enjoy our experiences or enjoy the people that matter to us, we know that change really needs to be made. So I wish you so much luck in this process. I know that a lot of times it can feel overwhelming to really sit down and audit our life, but it's so important that we do so because when we neglect areas of our life that do hold importance, then, you know, everything starts to crumble one by one. So it's something that we definitely need to stay on top of. So I thank you so much for spending time with me today. Again, please feel free to reach out to me by email or on Twitter because I certainly want to be able to address your questions in the upcoming question and answers podcast. So I look forward to reading those questions and responding on that next podcast. And I truly hope that you have an exceptional day. I look forward to seeing you next time.